What kind of plans do you have for your life? What happens when those plans don't work out? Do you get angry? Do you get frustrated? Or do you realize that maybe your plans weren't part of the master's plan? It's your morning moment for Monday morning. Good morning, everybody. I am Jake with Mission 4110, and this is your Monday morning moment. When I first graduated from high school, I wanted to work in the film industry. I had taken TV and TV, radio, entertainment, I guess, classes, you could say, in high school, my junior and senior year. And so I was going to continue that on. And I went to Bowling Green. I was all set and ready to go to school. And then, well, I squandered it. I ended up leaving at the end of that school year and it didn't quite pan out the way that I had hoped it would. And so I came back home with my tail between my legs and I decided that I was going to go to Kent Tuscarora for the exact same thing. I wanted to get into the film industry. And so I went there for one semester and it didn't pan out. Well, then I started doing odd and end jobs, minimum wage labor, and I decided that I was going to go to school to be an EMT and a paramedic, and that all worked out fine and dandy. But then, as I got older, I realized that I wanted to do something more with my life, and so I started taking nursing classes, which were all well and good until, well, once again, I failed out. Now, not wanting to be detoured, I wanted to have a college degree, and so I went and I got my bachelor's in communication studies just four years ago. Now, we kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning of yesterday's message, but what I want to point out is the fact that I had all these great plans for my life. I thought that I was going to go off and do big things, and then, well, something else happened, and it completely changed the entire trajectory of what my plans were, and suddenly, I was feeling this call to ministry that I hadn't felt when I was in high school, but yet, here I am in my late 20s, early 30s, and I'm feeling a call to ministry. Yesterday, we talked about these journeys that we find ourselves on. And the one thing that we have to remember through all of these things is that our plans may not be God's plans. Remember, we had talked about uh, Mary and Joseph preparing to have Jesus, the birth of Jesus in the city of Nazareth, when suddenly everything changed. And at the last moment, they had to go to Bethlehem and how it didn't quite fall into the place like they had probably hoped that it would have in Nazareth. And so the plans that they had made weren't the plans that God had made. Now our scripture reading this morning is going to come to us from the book of Jeremiah and we need to do a little bit of background on Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet and he was towards the end of, of Jerusalem there and and God was speaking some crazy things to him. At least that's what the Israelite people thought. You know, he God was giving Jeremiah lots of warnings for the nation of Israel who had all but turned their back on God. And he was basically threatening them and saying, listen, bad things are going to happen if you don't turn back to me. And well, the nation of Israel thought, well, we're the nation of Israel. God's always on our side. Why wouldn't he be on our side? And so they just continued on the path that they had chosen. And then... Babylon showed up and took them into captivity, destroyed Jerusalem, 
And just like Jeremiah had said, things had gotten really bad. And being the nation of Israel, they thought, well, this isn't going to last long. God is going to be right there. He's going to he's going to send somebody. They're going to they're going to conquer these Babylonians and they're going to take us back to Jerusalem. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen real quickly. And then they get this letter from the prophet Jeremiah. And this is what it says. It comes to us from Jeremiah 29. And in fact, this little passage I'm going to read contains probably one of the more well-known verses. And you'll know it when you hear it. So this is what Jeremiah writes to the Israelites in captivity. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it proper, prospers, you too will proper, prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather from gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Jerusalem was like, you know what? It's okay. The Israelites, they were taken into captivity, and they're like, you know what? God will be right here. He'll get us. He always has. He's always been right there to help us out in the long run. They were making plans for God to intervene right away. And God said, no, that's not my plan. You're going to sit there for 70 years. You're going to think about what you've done. And in the meantime, you're going to build your houses. You're going to settle down. You're going to make gardens so that you can eat. And your sons and your daughters are going to go out and they're going to get married. And you're basically going to live your life in exile because these are the plans that I have for you. My plans are not your plans. God's plan is inevitably always the best plan. We're going to talk about that more on Wednesday. But the thing is, when we find ourselves in these adverse situations, we kind of have to remember that, that no matter what's happening, that, that God has our best interests in mind. Now, I want to stop for a minute because... And I think I've talked about this recently, but, you know, one of the worst things that we can say is that if God leads you to it, he'll get you through it. Because there's a lot of things, bad things that happen to people. And God doesn't mean for those bad things to happen. But when they do happen, God's right there to help us get through that. And that's all part of God's plan. Remember, we talked about how when we find ourselves in these adverse situations that our best comes through. And that these things that we find are the character. 
that help build who we are and make us who we turn out to be in life. I can tell you right now, looking back on my path from when I graduated high school to finally getting my college degree, that every single thing that I found that was a downfall or or, or, or a, a roadblock or a dead end or a 180 turn, all of those things have helped to make me who I am today. And I can use those things going into the future. And it's all because God has this ultimate plan for my life. And even though I can sit here and I could lay out a timeline from now until the day that I die, it's not always going to align with God's plan because God is ultimately going to try to use me for his greater good. And I think that's the most awesome part is the fact that you realize that God is using you for the greater good for his story, not our story. This is for his story. And we are just players in that play, if you will. We are the actors and the actresses. And all the things that we do should be going to his glory alone. Let's pray. Father God, I just pray that you you let your plan shine through in each one of our lives. Father, we may not agree with what's going on. We may not like what's going on in our lives. But we have to understand that our plans aren't your plans and that your plan, well, your plan is always the best plan. We pray these things in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. All right, everybody have a great day. We will see you right here Wednesday morning. Take care. God bless. Thanks everyone for listening to the Mission 4110 podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's morning moment. You can connect with us further on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Mission 4110. Also, subscribe to our podcast so that you can listen to our newest messages when they release. For Mission 4110, I'm Jacob Mahaffey. Take care and God bless.